Hello, hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you for joining The Relevancy Factor, a Veranda Bellamy-inspired podcast. Trina House is an LPCS and the CEO and clinical director of the Prevention Center, a thriving counseling and holistic mental wellness practice in the greater Oklahoma City area. But before she is an executive and a leader to her staff of dedicated clinicians, she is a passionate practitioner who is committed to helping everyone who crosses her path to be the best and highest versions of themselves. Known for her authenticity, relatability, and devotion to her work, Trina is a vocal advocate for mental health equality and culturally sensitive care. After obtaining her bachelor's degree, she spent the semesters between her undergraduate and graduate studies working in child welfare. It was during that time that she saw firsthand how circumstances such as homelessness, financial instability, and food insecurities directly correlated to depression, anxiety, and behavioral issues in not only children but their parents and families. Trina realized the need for a different, more comprehensive approach to therapy, one designed to help people to succeed in every area of their lives. She also knew that it was necessary to connect clients with clinicians who looked like them, who could connect with them and who could understand exactly where they were. She knew she needed to create it. Trina carried the that exact vision with her throughout her 10 plus year career. It has now become the foundation of the revised mission of the Prevention Center. Today, her facility continues its legacy of providing quality mental health care to the community, but under Trina's direction, is expanding beyond the traditional. Trina and her team have developed a signature approach to mental wellness that blends clinical and holistic treatments to help clients to feel, live, and do better despite their class, color, or circumstances. The Prevention Center is a place that lives up to its name, treating the problems that prevent people and their families from surviving and then succeeding. With no further ado, please join me in welcoming Ms. Trina House. Well, I'm a licensed professional counselor. I've been in the field for about 10 years now. I worked in child welfare for a while and then uh, went on to be a contracted therapist for a few years. Now I own a counseling agency. I've been in business for two years. And um, it's the business is called the Prevention Center. And also working on um, helping black mental health professionals to have more self-care. That's amazing. Okay, so please. you're you're doing your thing up there in the. Is, do you guys call it OKC? Yep, OKC. OKC. She's doing big things up there, yes, guys. Ma'am. So, <laughs> with that being said, we know I know that you specialize in also working with couples, and yeah. my focus for. Um, my platform here is really to help people be relevant in their relationships, right? So, so often mm-hmm. we deal with, or you hear your girlfriend talk about, ain't no good man out here, or, girl, my husband doing this, or girl, my boo dad, or I might be a side chick. Like, you know, you hear so many different conversations <laughs> from yeah. just, you know, girlfriends that you have. Um, and sometimes you just want to offer advice, but we know as therapists, we don't, we just don't offer advice like that. So. Because in reality, everybody don't want to hear it all the time. (laughs) Okay. Hello. They don't. (laughs) And, (laughs) 
you know, and we learn best by just doing. Like, if you're going to mess up, just mess up and you learn that way. So, yeah. what are some, some pointers you have for relationships? When um, when I originally talked to you about setting goals as a couple, I I remembered that last year I have a group called Playful Marriages on Facebook, and uh, we did a couple session on specifically on setting goals. It was at the end of the year for 2019. And so just looking back um, at a lot of the information that I provided, it was it's really um, I think the main thing is just sitting down together and making sure that you're on the same page. So, um, like I said, the group is for couples, so I wanted to make sure that everybody is on the same page with your spouse because I think that that's going to make a big difference on your support and if they're in on the same page with you as far as what, um, what your goals are and goals as a couple. So the biggest thing I said was just to make sure that you sit down together and come and go over your goals. So I have a whole lot of information I can share. I don't know how much you want me to, to give, but... Um, that's the biggest thing is to actually make the time and sit down together and make sure you're in the right mindset. So um, one of the things that I encourage people to do is to like set the atmosphere. So um, I told my people to send the kids to grandma's house, get a hotel, make love, and then start setting your goals. So you want to make sure that your mind is right. You want to set the atmosphere, make sure nobody's too hungry or too full. You know, just get the atmosphere right for you to be in the right mind space to set your goals. So talk to us a little bit about the mindset. Go a little bit deeper for me um, and them in regards to that. Whenever you are setting your goals, you want to make sure that you are in a positive mindset. So when I say mindset, I'm just thinking um, that you're not, like I said, hungry. So you're, it's not the end of the day when you're tired and you are thinking negatively. When I say mindset, I want to make sure that you are, you believe that you can achieve the goals that you're setting because if you're in a negative mindset, you, you're probably not going to achieve the goals that you're setting. You want to make sure that um, you have set the tone, you have primed your mind, and you, you are ready to move to the next level, and you want to be positive about that. Got it. So having a positive mindset about an intention too right about what absolutely you are wanting to achieve in the relationship so what are some of the top things that you hear when you're working with people in their relationship challenges uh, I hear that people don't take date nights like they need to um, that they they kind of get stagnant and the relationship gets kind of boring in reality and so uh, that was one of the things that we worked on too is to have a plan for date night even if, so if you when you sit down together and decide what your what 2020 is going to look like then you say well we want to take a date night at least every other week so you sit there and you plan it you schedule it out and you put it on your calendar um, but that was that's one of the biggest things that I've heard is that you know it kind of gets boring and so um, I encourage people to also um to find new things that you want to do together, to experiment and try and, and just get out of your comfort zone and find new things to experience together. What are some new things that you, like some different things that you would suggest? Well, I guess it really just depends on the couple because I know like my parents, mm -hmm. they go on date night mm -hmm. every single Friday and they go to Cheddar's uh -huh. and I 
I don't know if they go to the movies, but I think that's what they do every single Friday. So if you're somebody like them, then just about anything would be something different. <laughs> right. <laughs> but right. For, right. for us, um, you know, like a paint and wine night would be something nice. Um, we haven't done the escape room yet. Um, bowling is so simple, but it's something that people don't do all the time. So there's so many different things that you can try out. This doesn't take a whole big to do. It's just trying something different or something that you don't normally do. I normally go to uh, Groupon, really, to just see what kind of activities are on there because it's things that I would never have thought of to look for. But I just go on there and scroll and see what's going on or what's, what's available. That's cool. I like that idea because Groupon, they have every, I think there's a Groupon for everything. Like anything, everything. that you want to try, <laughs> you could go on Groupon. I think I found a, a sheet set on Groupon. I was like, for real, Groupon, we got a whole sheet set on sale on here. Is that what we're doing? Everything. Anything and everything. They got vitamins. That's a- <laughs> so yeah you can find you really can find anything and everything on Groupon um, I like the escape room what about traveling mm-hmm. so that is like that's our one thing that, that's what we do so we suck at doing date night to be honest but we do travel so at one point we were probably going somewhere just even if just a weekend getaway for almost every month so I, I think traveling together is huge, and that's one thing that I always encourage my people to do. I know sometimes it can be challenging financially, but there's ways around it. If you plan for it, like I said, you sit down together and say, this is what we want to do, you can budget for it. There's websites like Airfordable where you can go and make payments on your flights, because sometimes the flights are the most expensive part. You can make payments on your flights, and um, just experiencing new things together it helps make your bond so much stronger new places new surroundings it helps you when you're yeah and it helps you when you're out and about and you're trying to you know we went to Colombia one year Bogota South America that was our first time ever going past Mexico and so when you go to Mexico a lot of people speak English because it's so close to America but in Colombia like it's very rare that you find somebody that speaks English and so uh, Google Translate was my best friend but just going through and in the country and it's just like me and him against everybody not against but you know we're just trying to figure this thing out and so like teamwork came into play it was really a great experience awesome what was that site again? Was it Air A I R Affordable? Uh huh. Air Airfordable dot com. Okay, that's a good site that I will check out. I haven't heard of that before, um, so I'll check it out too. But mm-hmm. that's, that's awesome. Traveling, traveling together with your spouse is like it's a treat. It's it's just it's a treat. Like you said, it it truly is kind of like you two against everybody in this foreign land wherever you are <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and your quest is to make it out and make it back home safely but you get to experience <laughs> some new things while you're there you know um you know try it, some new it food creates such, to experience the culture absolutely and the memories that you make it's so, like we still talk about some of our trips our favorite trips looking back at pictures like it's just so awesome to create those memories and that's something that we'll have forever forever that's exactly right so how did you stumble upon relationship um doing some relationship counseling and and coaching like what what is it that piqued your interest well when i i got married at 
19. And whenever I was probably 24, 25, we started having some issues. Like, we both had infidelity issues. And um, I just, through that process, and I was finishing up my master's degree at that time, I learned so much in my master's program. And with us trying to uh, salvage our relationship, I was like, I feel like so many more people could benefit from this information. It's just things that you just don't know. And so since I've learned so much, a lot of it is basic to me now, but it's not basic knowledge. And so I feel like if more people knew the things that I've learned, that we could save so many more marriages. So that's kind of where it came from. I just want to help people not go where we went, or if they did, how to get out of it. (laughs) How How to get out of it. And, and so, guys, I didn't ask Trina, um, just because we're, we're actually, we're cool, I didn't ask her what was off limits. So, Trina, if this is off limits, <laughs> let me it's know. It's not. Okay? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, you talked about infidelity, right? Infidelity. Yeah. A lot of times, especially in, well, I'm not even going to say in the black community, I think just in, in the marriage community, we we kind of shy away from that conversation. Are you open to sharing a little bit about what that was like and how you guys kind of mended things back together again? Oh, yeah, I don't mind at all. So, <clears throat> basically, I don't know when it started for him because I actually wrote about, I wrote a chapter in um, one of April's books and I wrote about, like, I put all kind of details in um, in my in my experience about the infidelity. So I wrote about um, where my mind was and how it started. And um, so I don't mind sharing it all because I put it out there before. But I don't know how it started for him. I know for myself, uh, I was just in the place where I was working for the state at that time. And I felt like I had grown so much and he was kind of stagnant at the, at that time and he wasn't doing anything. And so I see all these professional men looking good. And, you know, I just, I, I was young and I, I failed a, my, quite a few times. And I was comparing these people to my husband, you know. And um, so whenever we... <clears throat> I did what I did, and I decided that I didn't want to be married to him anymore. We actually separated for three months, and I found out that he was cheating as well. Um, He was actually the one that decided he wanted to to try to make it work, because I was done. Like, I was over it. I said I want a divorce, and um, for three months, that was my decision. But he kept, he, like kept on he was um he did everything that I I said that was the problem so he fixed everything so that we could get back together and I was like I asked myself one day I said have you truly done everything possible to make your marriage work and the answer was no so I decided okay we're gonna go to counseling we're gonna I'm gonna really try I'm gonna give it my all because every time before I would say yeah 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 I'll try it but my heart wasn't in it so when I decided that I'm gonna go ahead and give a hundred percent then we started doing counseling we started going to couples retreats we started doing workshops and all this stuff trying to learn so we can do better and heal um from being hurt because you know infidelity breaks your trust and it's hard it's so hard to come back from that but it's not impossible so um basically that's where we were like we just we poured into we spent time and money to repair our relationship and that's and that's where we are now like we're in a great place uh 10 years later (laughs) Ten years later, and they they really, truly Mm -hmm. are. I hear, I've heard some of the stories. Um, I see some of their Facebook posts and 
they're very, very, very close. And I think that's how marriage should be. You know, um, I think marriage is it's a transaction, you know, and um, my husband often often says that every relationship really, really is almost like a business transaction. And so you have to really find the right partners to support whatever you're doing in life, whether it be in business or it be in marriage or it be friendship or even clients or patients. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the beauty of just creating the life that we really want. And then specific to relationships, we want to make sure that, you know, like you said, it's just, it's really all about being honest with yourself too. And I guess identifying where you really are. Do you really want this or, you know, is it at the end or is there more that you have to put into it? So that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So you guys overcame it. How long did it take you to kind of get things back on track? I would say, honestly, it was probably about two years before I felt like, okay, we've made it through. Mm. So it was it was not mm. quick at all, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What were some of the things that you did to kind of pull things back from your perspective? Well, I would say the biggest thing was to cut off ties with that other person. I think that, that as long as you are continuing engagement with this other person or other people, um, it's not going to work. So cut off any kind of contact. I know it's hard in the workplace, but um, I ended up getting a different or I ended up leaving the state because, I, like I said, I became a counselor. So that made it easier for me. Um, but cutting off contact. Uh, I started doing daily affirmations where I say I love and respect my husband and I will treat him that way or, you know, just different things. I honor and respect him. Different things to to put it in my mind that I, I just a way to treat him because honestly, when I was growing up, I didn't see a healthy marriage, so I didn't know what that looked like. In my mind, it's, you know, what I want or, you know, you can go on down the road. So once I learned that that's not how relationships work, then I had to retrain my brain. I had to retrain myself on how to treat this man or how to have a relationship, a healthy relationship. A healthy relationship. That's cool. That's really, really, and it's really important. So, like, what were some of the things he did to kind of, I guess, um, make you feel secure again? Just being open to my questions. So I know... Um, whenever there's infidelity sometimes it it goes sometimes you want to just be able to move past it but everybody don't move past it as fast as you would like them to so being open to continuing to talk about different things you don't want to harp on it over and over and over but you know if I have more questions a year later then go ahead and answer my questions you know so he he was open to doing that he was open to um pretty much anything that I felt like would help us to grow. So if there was a marriage workshop, he is not at all the one to say, yeah, let's, yay, I found a marriage workshop, let's go, you know. But if there's something that I wanted to do, he was open to going and open to learning and engaging. So that was huge for me because I could see that he wanted to make, uh, he wanted to try and he put in, he put forth the effort. So the communication skills that we learned, I could see him actually put, doing the speaker listening technique and he would say, so what I hear you saying is, you know, so I, I could see him putting in the skills that we were learning. So it was, it, it was really awesome to see that. That's cool. So honesty had to be a big piece to all of that, right? So they, a lot of times 
men don't want to hear them questions. They they just they don't want to hear it. But as women, we we need to know. <laughs> like you said, go on right on and just answer my question. Like what happened? Right. Or you know what are your thoughts about that? So that requires uh-huh. them to have a level of transparency and honesty that a lot of men don't want to even like go towards. So. I commend Mr. House on, you know, just being open to hearing your mouth because I'm sure (laughs) a lot, a lot followed the other side of those questions that you had. So that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Absolutely. What are your last tips for um, anyone in a failing relationship of sorts? What What are your final tips for them? Uh, if, if you're struggling, I would just say to do I, well, one thing that I say, because I know a lot of people are private. And so bringing a counselor in sometimes is hard because you don't want everybody in your business. So I would say at least start off with some workshops. Some things like that are less um, invasive. And so that you can learn some of those communication skills, at least to start um to start the conversations that you need to be having. And then I would say if you still need to go deeper after you've learned those skills and things like that, to definitely get you a therapist. Like, um, it can be hard at first, but once you have somebody in there that's a third party that's unbiased, it can make all the difference for you. So I would say just um, go ahead and start and find you a communication skills workshop so y'all both go together and then also go ahead and get you a counselor. I did want to say I had some other things as far as couples goals that I wanted to say. Um, uh-huh. One of the there's a monthly marriage checkup sheet. You can probably Google monthly marriage checkup and find um, something to use. But one thing that I think will help marriages is to sit down together once a month. You can do it on a date night or you know make it make it a good event. But you come da- you come together and talk about your marriage. And so one of the questions is on a scale of one to ten, how happy are you with your marriage right now? And then talk about you know talk about that talk about what's your favorite thing about your marriage why is it your favorite um how would you say your sex life is right now so i'm not going to go over all the questions it's about eight questions but i think it just helps you to see where your partner is and how you can do better and then actually gauge where you're at so then your partner can learn you know where you're at to, to help them to do better so um just I think the checkup is just sometimes we go so long and we don't know like you just start growing apart because you're not you're not going on dates you're not engaging with each other on that level and I think that that's you know I'm all about prevention so let's prevent getting there where you're struggling let's go ahead and and handle those things on the front end I think that's awesome and that check that checkup sheet is just general conversation right it doesn't have to be anything elaborative no, it doesn't. I think it's just, uh, you know, making sure that you're good, I'm good, okay, we're good, you know. <laughs> but um, sometimes these questions are more specific. So one of them, do you feel appreciated and supported? You know, so I think it's just, you know, taking the time to think about it. And like you said, be intentional. Be intentional about your marriage. Okay. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Trina, if we have any listeners that would like to connect with you, how can they connect with you and find you on social media? Uh, I have a social media is uh, the reset. So I'll change it. So you would ask me that when I don't know it. Hold on. 
I can tell you. <laughs> I can edit this part. <laughs> okay. It's the reset. It's self-care for black mental health professionals. So that is um, one of my Facebook pages. And I also have one that's just Playful Marriages. And that's probably the easiest one to remember. Just Playful Marriages uh, on Facebook. Awesome. So guys, you've heard from Ms. Trina House. Um, I will share her information on my social media platforms as well. Um, Trina, I want to thank you for joining us today on the relevancy factor. I think we are relevant and brilliant in whatever aspect of life that we are focusing on as an individual, as a relationship, as a professional, whatever it is. Sometimes we get stuck and we just need experts like yourself to come on and just help us kind of become unstuck again so we can move forward. So I want to again thank you for joining us today. And um, the listeners, guys, if you want to get in contact with Ms. Trina House, please feel free to do so at Playful Marriages um, on all social media platforms as well as the Reset um, Mental Health. Um, the links will also be listed so that you can easily go to those and, and join and ask questions um, and be a part of her community. So, again, thank you, Trina, so much for joining, girl. I appreciate it. You are it. so welcome. You are so welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. I would like to thank you all for joining the Relevancy Factor, a Baronda Bellamy Enterprise service. You guys have formally known of this platform to be Baronda Bellamy inspired, and I'm still that same person. Um, and you will get the previous textures occasionally throughout the different segments um, of the broadcast. But again, I want to thank you all for coming back and joining us. I hope that tonight has been a blessing to you, that you were able to capture some nuggets and to implement it with your family. Again, Thanks for joining. You can visit me online at www.verondabellamy.com. There is a new website coming, um, just rebranding some things. So stay tuned to that. Um, you will be able to catch the next broadcast, which is actually me speaking with an attorney in regards to setting up your business appropriately. You don't want to miss that segment, so make sure that you stay tuned to that as well. Thanks for joining The Relevancy Factor, where we are changing lives and developing leaders. Bye-bye for now.